he spent a night in jail, stood up for his younger brother and became the subject of a record transfer fee. What else do we need to know about the world's most successful football manager? As the English Premier League kicks off this weekend, the Sunday Scholar takes a closer look at Sir Alex Ferguson. We look back at his early years, his later years, and then through the eyes of Harvard Business School. There's a link to a 12 Scholars music video and a heated one-sided argument in our Dictionary Corner. In other news, the Sunday Scholar is available as a podcast. You can download from your favourite platform of choice. Simply search for the Sunday Scholar and leave us a five-star review. Listen up and enjoy the read. Never give in. How would your life be told through the eyes of your son? What would he say? And what areas of your life wouldn't get mentioned? Having finished watching Jeremy Clarkson & Co. in lockdown early this week, that's the grand tour on Amazon, I stumbled upon the latest documentary-style biography film, and it's a life and times of Sir Alex Ferguson, but told through the eyes of his son and also producer Jason Ferguson. The film is structured around Alex Ferguson's dramatic and near-fatal brain hemorrhage back in 2018, from which the story is told, but in a series of flashbacks. And it's a fascinating film. Here's a few things that I learned. Number one, Alex Ferguson was born in Glasgow on December the 31st, 1941. His father, also called Alex Ferguson, insisted he take on an apprenticeship as a toolmaker just in case he didn't make it as a footballer. Number two, Alex the Junior was a union shop steward and led an apprentice's strike in 1961. Three, when his younger brother Martin was bullied at school, Alex Ferguson stepped in and the bullies never troubled his brother again. Four, he fell out with his father for two years due to a lack of professionalism as a young footballer. On one occasion, the young Alex was arrested and thrown in jail for a drunken night. He was fined £3. Number five. Alex Ferguson scored a hat-trick against Rangers, and that was his boyhood team, but later signed to Rangers for a then Scottish record signing on fee of £65,000. Six. His playing career lasted 17 years at Scottish clubs before moving into football management, first with East Stirlingshire, then St Mirren, and then to Aberdeen. 7. And I love this one. Aberdeen didn't even have a training ground when Ferguson took over. Instead, they practised on local parks and down the beach. And if you watch the film, you'll hear Gordon Strachan talking about these times. Number 8. During the eight years at Aberdeen, Ferguson won many titles and trophies, including European success against the mighty Real Madrid. Aberdeen won 2-1 in extra time. Number 9. It was Michel Platini, the former French footballer and manager, that suggested to Ferguson that he should buy Eric Cantona. He thought Ferguson could understand the troubled talent that was Cantona. And he was right. And lastly, number 10. Throughout his managerial career, many people called Ferguson a great psychologist. But for him, he simply called it management. For a non-footballing fan, I really enjoyed this film and the overall message of never giving in 
comes across loud and clear. It's also prompted me to dust down a couple of books for my leadership library. Alex Ferguson, My Autobiography and Leading by Alex Ferguson with Michael Moritz. Ferguson's Formula Alex Ferguson was more than just a coach. He played a central role in the Manchester United organisation, managing not just the first team, but the entire club. If Steve Jobs was Apple, then Sir Alex Ferguson was Manchester United. And that was David Gill, the club's former chief executive. In 2012, Harvard Business School's professor, Anita Elbersi, had a unique opportunity to examine Ferguson's management approach as she developed a case study around it. She and Ferguson collaborated on the analysis of his enormously successful methods. There's a link in the show notes to the article, but in summary, here's eight principles. Number one, start with the foundation. Number two, dare to rebuild your team. Three, set high standards and hold everyone accountable to them. Four, never, ever cede control. Five, match the message to the moment. Six, prepare to win. Seven, rely on the power of observation. And number eight, never stop adapting. There's loads of highlights written within this article and it's recommended reading for anyone looking to lead change, no matter rank, size or organisation. And here's one final quote from Sir Alex Ferguson. Observation is critical to management. The ability to see things is key, or more specifically, the ability to see things you don't expect to see. The way I do. Another week, another soundtrack to source. This time is to accompany our Make Excellence Your Mission trailer video. We used Pond 5 again and went for an upbeat tempo track called The Way I Do. We think it hits all the right notes and perfectly aligns with our programme. Let me know what you think. Word of the week. Hairdryer treatment. Proceed with caution. The term hairdryer treatment is used in football to describe an angry verbal reprimand, usually delivered by a manager to an individual player or group of players within the dressing room. It's a simple metaphor which likens such a tirade to the loud and heated propulsion of air from a hairdryer. And Sir Alex Ferguson was famous for his hairdryer treatment, especially at half-time. He says, I always wanted to get it off my chest, get it out of my system and kick on from there. Final step. A formula for success. What makes you successful? Reflect on the methods that work for you. And more importantly, what methods don't work for you? Write them down. Let me know how you get on.